Buckle up, excellence junkies, because this podcast is definitely for you. Welcome to Rocket Fuel. Do you wish that you could surround yourself with people that love to kick ass just like you? Well, come to my party, baby, and meet some of the brightest stars in the entrepreneurial galaxy because it is my mission to give these entrepreneurs a platform to declare what they are on this planet to accomplish and to show you why they are rocket fuel. And we're live. Oh my goodness. Today, guys, you have the opportunity to meet an encouragement engineer. All right. That's all I have to say. So um, I doubt very much that you've ever had this experience and you have this experience, bam, right here on the Rocket Fuel podcast. Bob Brum, welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you, Wanda. I appreciate the intro. I appreciate the time to be here. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh my gosh. I was so excited to have you on the show. For those of you that are not aware, I run a community on Facebook called Rocket Fuel. And these folks are authors, entrepreneurs, experts that are complete rocket fuel for their clients. They execute with excellence and they're really impact-driven and, and service-minded. And, and I ask everybody to do a Facebook live video or video to introduce themselves to the group. And Bob just like blew it out of the water. He's like, bam, this is why I'm Rocket Fuel. So I'm going to let you <laughs> tell people, why are you Rocket Fuel, Bob? And who are you Rocket Fuel for? I think I'm rocket fuel because what I do is I help people to see a positive perspective in their daily lives. We combat the negativity that inundates our daily lives with positive perspective and positive action. I help leaders of groups, whether it's a director or a activities coordinator, manager of different groups, different levels of organizations to see the value of a positive perspective. And what that means is that helps people to you know, we're going through things all the time, not only in a work environment, but in a personal life. Life happens. Yeah. And I help people to see those life events just a little bit differently so we can take the positive out of those events and learn from them and grow from them and help people to realize their strength, that greatness they have within them, and that that will take them a lot further in life than focusing on a negative event that may have occurred in our life. Yeah. And we're not alone in these things. No, we're not. And so I'm going to get down and dirty. And, you know, there are, our listeners are those people that I love to call them the optimizers, right? They're always looking for up and up their game. And, uh, but the issue is shit happens in yeah. our lives, man. And it's beautiful. Like, so I'm going to like play the devil's advocate. It's beautiful to know, okay, there's an encouragement engineer, but when like, things are really, really bad. Like, how can you even like find that perspective? So I think part of it is kind of understanding your story. Like, how did you get here to become an encouragement engineer? I mean, I'm assuming it's because you need, <laughs> you needed that in your life too. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I wasn't born this way, you know, as, <laughs> as we all learn, we don't get up out and give birth to a child and all of a sudden that child's running a marathon. Yeah. And that was no different in my life. When I was six years old, I lost my mother to cancer. Two mm. months later, I lost my grandmother. Christmas Day that same year, I lost my grandfather. 
I was very young. I was the youngest of seven children and my dad was older when I was born. So I got to learn from a different generation of these things, these facts called life. Yeah. Death is a fact of life. We all, none of us are here permanently, but <laughs> yeah. the realization of this, it wasn't at six years old. I had this, aha, here I am understanding this. But as I got older, I understood there's a value in going through these hardships. I learned a strength that most people my age and my generation didn't quite have. Not that I wanted to get that strength, but I learned from the value of appreciating life and knowing that, you know, things are going to happen. There's going to be hardships in our life that we need to take time to get over. But at the same time, we also need to look at the value that's bringing in our life. I learned the value of appreciating the value of not only those that are older than you, but appreciating what you do in your life. I got to see what if you will, older people may do in their life. And that helped guide me to stay away from some of the things younger people may do. It mm. helped me to understand the value of that long-term planning of some of those, if you will, adult things. Mm. And so I learned that at a younger age. And I think that's a great value that a lot of people tend to overlook when something may happen. They focus on now. And, you know, we need, as people, we don't watch our feet as we walk. We need to look up and look out and see what's coming and learn. Yeah, things are going to happen and it hurts. And I'm not, you know, misconstruing anything yeah. of death or hardship, but that future look, as Tony Robbins says, this too shall pass. And that's important to realize that we will get through this because the sun will continue to rise each day. As long as we have a day to wake up, it's going to be there. And mm. we might have to look behind the clouds for it, but it's going to be there. But Bob, when you were younger, not only six, I mean, moving forward to the next six years of, of your life and such, were there times where where you you couldn't see that light? Oh, yeah. And, you know, there's times where I was confused and I was frustrated and I didn't understand what's my path, what's my direction. And, you know, focusing not on the fact that I didn't understand, but that I did have a path that, you know, there was, you know, my faith came into it a lot. Um, there's a higher power that controls these things for us in our lives. And that helped me to realize, uh, one, I have value or I, I wouldn't be here. Two, that I'm going to get through this. There's a bigger plan. I may not see it right now because I'm looking at my feet. I'm looking mm -hmm. directly down on the situation. But I need to look up and understand, okay, what if I, from this, I understand, one, that life is precious. Two, that, you know, as I get older, I need guidance and we all yeah. do. We need that person that can help guide us, whether it's a, another family member, a friend. We need that that person that can help us direct where we are because we may not see all the parameters. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's that's where I really started to realize the value of personal growth and personal strength and knowing that greatness we have within us and sticking with that. Because as you go through adolescence and teenage stuff, you're going to go all kinds of different ways that focus of knowing, hey, one, I can, I have the strength to know who I am, that I can get through this maze we call life, and that it will be okay. I'm, I'm building strength. I'm building knowledge. I'm building fuel for the future. Mm. And it can be hard at times, but that fuel we're building is what sets us apart and will give us that rocket fuel. Yeah. Yeah. So to maintain that mindset is really hard, right? Sometimes we, like, we kind of, can cerebrally like understand like, yeah, that, that makes sense. And then, and then if you don't have that exposure around you, then like the darkness could really take over. So when, when you were younger was, 
before you became that person that was providing that consistency, was there somebody or something or an organization? Like, how did you get that consistent, positive mindset in your life? My dad was a good influence. I kept looking back at my father because of what he went through, what I saw he went through. I mean, the death of my mother, obviously, that's a big hurdle. He lived through the Great Depression. He was a World War II vet. Mm. Um, he went through some things that that generation didn't talk about, but you knew it was hard. And you saw he built his own business. You saw that that wow. fortitude of continue to grow. He made sure we had, if you will, as normal of a life as we could, you know, mm-hmm. and that's I saw that and understood. Wow. That's as I got older, I really understood it because it's like, wow, that's a lot. And yeah. to continue that that idea and know that what he did for me to help me guide me in a way that was positive, that helped that the hard work ethic, you know, you go after what you want, but you got to learn. And that's, that can be our patience is where that tie, you know, that comes into play because that can be very hard. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he learned that. And I learned that through my life as well as it does take patience to be able to get through a lot of these things. Wow. Wow. So then, so what's your background? You went did you go to college? Did yeah, you yeah. work? Yeah, I went to college and I wanted to be a constructional engineering major. Ah, so okay. Yeah. Hence the engineer connection. All right. Yeah, I'll fear into that, I'll lead into that in a little bit. <laughs> I wanted to be that constructional engineering, but there's this little thing called physics. And I didn't oh, do so well yeah. at physics. I love the math. It's just <laughs> the physics didn't do so well. So I switched to business and accounting. Uh-huh. And I, I grew in that. I love the idea of the numbers and growing money and what you could do with it and seeing that. And I worked for an accounting for a number of years. And then I switched to a technical company. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that came easy to me. And I I did that for a few years, traveling the country. And then I got a, a job down here in Florida with a in an IT department. And it stuck. So I understood that background of the engineering, the technical, the accounting, mm-hmm. the numbers, the money. And the technical side, again, being IT. But what's interesting is IT doesn't necessarily understand business and business doesn't understand oh, IT. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. It's acronym soup. And then you throw <laughs> accounting into that. And that's another acronym soup. Well, I can bridge that gap for a lot of groups because I understand the cultures that go on in those different realms. And I can help them to see, you know. This is... I apologize. No, no, no. But this is really important because this is fascinating to me. Because, you know, positive perspective, all this is like very emotional talk, right? So for you to be able to have that background and say, yeah, I understand the technical, like this is a really powerful bridge because I know that you give a lot of keynote talks and workshops and, and stuff like that. And so I'm sure that there are a lot of companies out there that have a lot of technical employees or STEM, they call them, right? Science, yeah. tech, technology, engineer, math, right? And and the soft yes skills, the soft talk is really not something that they're typically open to. So that's really powerful that you have that background and can create that bridge. So sorry, I, I was just like, well, but you bring up a great point because yeah, they're, they're saying, well, what does encouragement and motivation have to do with what we are in a technical field? We're all people first, any field. Okay. And if you're working from, you know, three in the morning because of an upgrade, or you're working at 8am to 5pm, you're going to have people doing this stuff and you got to look at the people first. Mm -hmm. And we all have, you know, we might have issues with our parents. We might have issues with our kids. We may have issues at home. That is part of us. And then that becomes into the workplace. And then what goes on in the workplace? 
we meld all this together in a big pole of soup and, you know, different things will come up out of it. And a lot of times a negative attitude will hold us back. We've always done it that way. Or why should I continue to do that? Or I don't see my value with the corporate goals. How are we blending that? How are we explaining that to people so that they understand the great value they possess and the great value they can help an organization to move forward towards a goal they may have? Mm-hmm. That's where I can help with a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also think what's really valuable is the way you can help an organization motivate their people, but it kind of starts with leadership, right? Like leadership can't be like, oh yeah, this guy's going to encourage everybody. Come on, right. do your thing, your encouraging thing. Like they need to carry that on and, and really truly believe in the positive perspective. I know that, look, we have limited time together, but I know that you put together this great piece, especially for leaders of these types of organizations, which I love. And you were explaining Typically, the people that will finally make the decision to say, hey, I want to bring somebody in is they're at a point where they're seeing that the negative mindset is kind of rotting away at productivity. Like there's something that's hitting the bottom line, right? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you know, that's the case that so many people wait until it actually has an impact on on numbers or has an impact on people calling out sick or whatever, when really we should be aware of this way earlier, right? Because we could totally prevent some of this stuff from, from happening. But what I want to do is share, you know, guys, we, every single one of these rock fuel episodes has a catchword that you can actually text so that our amazing guests can offer you some additional rocket fuel, right? So what I encourage you to do, Bob put together this great piece called a positive perspective, but it's really intended for, for leaders to, to help you encourage how to, or help you figure out how to encourage action in your team by starting off with a positive mindset yourself. Right. So I know this sounds fluffy. This is good stuff. He really understands, especially, you know, what if you're coming from this tech perspective. So please text RF dash and courage. So RF for rocket fuel, RF dash E N C O U R A G E to 411321. That's the phone number if you're in the United States. I'm going to give you another number if you're listening internationally, right? 411321 is the number RF dash encourage as all one word is the catch word. And if you, once you do that, we're going to ask you for your email address and you will get this in your email inbox. It's a fantastic PDF, but I consider it kind of a primer to start believing. So while I share this, for those of you that are watching on video, you obviously see this on the screen, but can you tell me, Bob, if I'm a leader and things are hard, I'm, it could be like upper management is really crushing me. And, and then I inherently, I'm in a bad mood. And right. then like, you're telling me that like, I have to encourage my team, but I'm feeling the pressure of what's going on. Like, how can I snap myself out of that? And I know that's some of the stuff that you talk about in this piece, but can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, it's, you know, we all run into that in, you know, every one of our days is going to have something occurring and our, our mindset will shift. But the key is to get out of that negativity. We can't live in that negativity. And what's great is your mind can't be positive and negative at the same time. Mm-hmm. So when you step out of that negativity, guess what? You're into positivity. That could mean just going outside and seeing the greenery. Look around you and appreciate the fresh air, the blue sky, the cold weather. If you're in the winter up north, you know, something you just take that moment to get away from the pressures of what you're interpreting Mm. and what's going on and go out into reality and see what's out there. 
noticed, you know, the benefit of a flower growing through the crack in the sidewalk, whether it's a dandelion or a milkweed or whatever it may be. But mm-hmm. that growth, that opportunity, that greenness. The other thing is take some time to breathe. There's been so many studies out there that show the benefits of breathing. Breathe through your nose, exhale through your mouth. Mm. Breathe deep from your stomach, not just your chest, because you'll find yourself breathing faster from your chest. If you go from your stomach, you'll take deeper breaths. And then when you exhale it, imagine yourself getting rid of that stress and watching it leave your body. Let's do that. All right. If you're listening to this, it's uh, while you're saying it, like breathe into your nose, right? Yeah. Feel it in your stomach, not in your chest, but in your stomach, further down. Mm. And One it more time, releases guys. that tension. Yeah. See, I think that we don't give enough attention or credence to the simplicity of you know, the value of, of these things. And I can imagine folks kind of saying, yeah, well, that sounds too fluffy. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. That's like too easy. Right. But like you said, it's actually proven. Yeah. Try it. And what, easy, yeah, why, why not, not try, try it? it? Yeah, right. I mean, what's why easy to do it? is easy not to do as Jim Rohn used to say. Yeah. I've heard the phrase of eat an apple a day. How many of us do eat an apple a day? You know, technically that keeps a doctor away, right? That's what was the saying said. So why not do it? But we don't. And, you know, the simple things we overlook, it's got to be more complicated than that. Yeah. It's not. You know, the Bible gave us 10 commandments. It Mm. wasn't suggestions. They were commandments. And there was 10 of them. It wasn't 15. It wasn't 35. It wasn't you have to face this way, that way. Mm. We complicate our own lives. Yeah. Stop doing that. And I learned that. Early on in my life, too, when I was younger, I would be worried about crazy things like, oh, I didn't get certain copies made or I needed to do this and I didn't get it done. And two in the morning, I woke up one day and I thought, what is this doing to me? Can I do anything about it right now? I said, I'm done with this. Right. And I fell back asleep and I haven't done it since. Yeah. It's one of those things you have to stop sitting on the nail, get off the nail and move and Woo, take the action that off. benefits you. Yeah, get off the nail. I mean, it seems so easy to just be it's, victimized, right? It's easy to be like, oh, woe is me. Right. That's uh, easy. This, yeah, it's like, but what you're saying, it's, it's still pretty damn easy to choose. It's a choice, right? Huh. To choose to go out and say, you know what? I am going to get myself in a more positive mindset and yeah. make these little changes. And then I'm sure there's, there's more. I know that there's more, right? right. This is like your specialty. Um, I did want to make sure that I spoke to our international listeners. Um, if you text to the phone number plus one nine Oh nine seven, four, one, one, three, two, one. This will also be in the show notes, but plus one nine Oh nine seven, four, one, one, three, two, one. And you text the catch word or the keyword as a message RF dash encourage RF for rocket fuel, right? So RF dash encourage one word, and that will uh, give you access to this positive perspective uh, piece that Bob put together. What's even better is Bob was very generous. I mean, he put in a link so that you could talk to him about maybe what's going on with your team. Um, I know that you have a lot of different ways that you work with people. One of the big things that I was aware of why we asked you to come on the show was because we knew that you were a keynote speaker, but then I got to realize that 
that you support people more than that, right? It's one thing to kind of motivate the team, but there's a lot of reinforcement to that. And so it's wonderful. Can you talk a little bit more about how you help leaders in this way? Yeah. Um, what basically, I, as you mentioned that, I mean, I help people directly with a one minute motivation I have on a podcast myself mm. that goes on daily. Okay. That's just a one minute quick motivation of, Hey, here's an idea. Here's a quote. Here's something to think about while you're thinking reading this quote, but here's a way to interact it into your life. How does that help? That refreshes your mind so that you're not focused on that negative. It's first thing in the morning so that your mind is fresh. And Where do people find that? Where can we find that? You can go to it's. I have it on my social media sites on Facebook, Instagram, okay. LinkedIn. You can find it on my website. And Bob it's one Bob minute Speaks. motivations. Com. You said one minute motivations. Yeah. Okay. And I'm so even on TikTok with those, so they come out on a. I set them out every day. All right. You need to check that out. I'm just putting this on as a little yeah. banner here to people. One minute motivations. So basically, they can find you on Instagram, Facebook. Um, what other platforms? Any LinkedIn, other LinkedIn, TikTok. Okay, so, excellent. You won't see me dancing on TikTok. It's ah! just one minute motivation. Okay, <laughs> nothing crazy, Not but it's yet. you can specify the groups you want to send it to. And I go to the positive groups, the encouragement, you know, those type of ideas are what these one minute motivations are all about. So this is super valuable because when you're in like Grumpyville, right? And you we'll can't, all get there. <laughs> right. We all get there. So it's not like it's not like Bob doesn't get there, right? But he gets to listen to his one minute motivations. Do you ever listen to your minute one minute motivation say, shut up, Bob? <laughs> I'm like, stop. I keep telling myself, you got to stop doing that. I do it too. We all go down that that ditch of negativity and woe is me. Get out of there. There's more fun on the road. Keep it between the yellow lines, not in the ditch. You don't need to be there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, no, this is super important. So once again, guys, make sure you text RF-Encourage. It's going to be uh, texting it to 411321 if you're here in the U.S. Um, if you're outside of the U.S., text it to plus one nine zero nine seven four one one three two one RF-Encourage. You need some Bob Brum in your life. We definitely, I'm so excited that we had you here. So tell me a little bit more about like the types of talks that you've, that you've done for organizations. Well, I've done uh, several different types. I've done the keynote presentations. I've done colleges and universities as well for student organizations, as well as individual coaching as well. Um, I was able to help a gentleman that was ready to hang up his business turn his mindset around so that he grew his business and doubled his income in the first year. The next year he did the same thing. The following year he doubled it again and he's on a great path to keep growing his business and been doing some great business moving forward. So there's not only individuals, but you know, I look for uh, event coordinators that need help with their mm. groups, directors, managers, sales managers of groups that are looking for that encouragement for their group because we all get inundated into like you said, negativeville. Okay? Yeah. And with coming out of COVID, people are excited, people are ready to go, but we still need that focus that we have strength, that we can do this. It's going to yeah. take some work and we'll get through it. The thing is, it's also feeling, you know, as a leader, it's a lot to feel mm -hmm. the burden of having to get things back on track, right? You're you're managing people, you're dealing with individual challenges, especially, you know, as we emerge out of this yeah. this pandemic situation. But then it's like, shit, now I have to like motivate people and be like, you know, like positive Peter over here. So 
I think what's important for all of us to recognize is like, I'm a big supporter of bringing in experts, period. Right. I mean, that was like rocket fuel for my business when I finally realized like I do this stuff really good and sure I could figure out the other stuff, but there are other people that are a hundred percent like right. into that thing. Right. So it is important for, for you to offer something like the RF dash encourage, right. To, yeah. to be able to offer that piece to say, okay, this is how you can start feeling as a leader so it can cascade out. But the big thing is to have the reinforcement. So that's why I say, like, especially when you feel like the energy is something that needs to be shifted in your organization to really get the most out of people as a whole, as an organization, that's where the reinforcement from a friggin' encouragement engineer <laughs> is that's where the real value is in the follow-up. What's the favorite, like of all the things that, that, that you do, what your favorite, is there a favorite? I'm not sure there is a favorite, but I'll tell you a story because it was always interesting. It's from a keynote that I did and you watch the faces of the audience and there's always somebody there that just catches your eye and they might be sitting there saying, why am I here? You know, their, their mind's going, I don't want to be here. I don't have to do this. Why am I here? And they were sitting like this. By the time I finished my talk, the person's like this. I got him. I got him. That one person in that audience of, you know, however, I think it was 1500 people, that one person, Wow. I got to change that perspective. That's when it's like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. You know, I can do that for a whole group. That's even better. You know, yeah. that's the, the keynote is, is so critical on that. The workshops are great too, because you get to interact with the people. You get to see them, the, the gears rolling and wonder, wait a second, I can do this here. I can do this here. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and when you can relate to what they're doing, that's a great, great opportunity for that. Yeah, because that's where you get into how it can be implemented yeah. within the organization, right? right? That's like the really tough part. It's like you get people all pumped and then they go back to their office and they're like, ah, like what do, I, what do I do? I'm juggling all these positive things and I don't know how to apply it to work. But then actually what's really important too is I find coming having come from a very conservative industry in the pharmaceutical industry that sometimes – it's kind of like, all right, so we bring this person in and how is it really going to move the needle? It's like feeling like, do I check off the box by saying, yeah, I brought somebody that can motivate everybody and then what, right? So if you're a very results-oriented organization, actually this type of work with, and this is from my experience, this type of work with like workshop orientation, like those departments that like are really kind of having a hard time or like you really need to kind of suss out like, like what's going on. I'm sure it's gotta be super satisfying. It is. And when you, like you said, it's an encouragement engineer is different than a motivational speaker because you can't make somebody be motivated with encouragement. You help shift that just a little bit. So somebody sees that idea or that light comes on and they're like, wait, ah, that, yeah, that. yes. and that's the excitement. That's where people are thriving when they get back to their desk. And there's, wow, look at this. And I did this. And it, it grows. And when they see that personal growth within themselves, there's no stopping that. Yes. It's not the managers. You help build that excitement and that growth and you give it to somebody and they run with it. Your job, you know, you're going to see the performance improve. You're going to see that attitude change. You're going to see the production improve. 
And when you got a great team that's just be bopping along without uh-huh. the, whoa, 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 they're bopping along and it doesn't matter the time of day, what they got to do, they're getting it done because of the attitude that's in place. Yeah. Oh, Bob, it is clear why you are hashtag rocket fuel. <laughs> I'm very, very happy that you were able to spend some time. I know we only have 30 minutes. So do you have any final words for those leaders? Like I, I'm going to be a little heavy handed with my listeners here because from my perspective, what I care about is, you know, if you're listening, you want to optimize things, right? You're an excellent seeker, right? So you need to sit there and and listen and say, okay, am I in this position to be able to impact my team in this way, right? Can I see the benefit of this? And what I love even more is specifically for those, you know, STEM or organizations where it feels like it's a little too soft. Like we need to figure, we need to like tinker on a couple of (laughs) gears and stuff to make things better, not the emotional aspect. So what would you say to that person that's kind of wondering like, eh, I don't know, this seems interesting. I'm not quite sure. Let's talk. We can, you know, I can help organize presentation specifically for that group. I've gone into situations where they needed that tinkering and they needed that tweaking. They needed to understand the value of the people that were there and the value Mm -hmm. they had. And we were able to do a great presentation to show these people their great value and encourage them and enlighten them. And you got to see that there was a trepidation and that was lifted when we're done. Mm. So I, I say to those people, let's talk. We can arrange this because I like to talk to some of the key people in the groups as well and get the idea of what's truly going on. I don't want to yeah. candy coat it. The manager may candy coat it. The people working on the issue won't necessarily candy coat it. Yeah, And that's where we need to understand that. It's a communication that needs to happen. And we can work on that to great, you know, get a great result from what's going on so we can correct it. And so we can encourage those people to keep with a positive attitude for, to build their production and build that, that fortitude that they want in an organization. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's not a one size fits all. It's really important to understand that uh, taking that extra time. And I think what's wonderful is that you've you've offered our audience the opportunity to connect with you so quickly so that they can. So if you are that leader um, that is in the position, you're just kind of wondering, eh, let me let me check this Bob guy out, right? I definitely encourage you to text RF-encourage to 411321. You're going to receive this positive perspective resource and other resources that are really helpful to help leaders encourage their teams to really work with a positive impact. And remember, if you are listening internationally, you can text to the number plus one nine zero nine seven four one one three two one. Text RF dash encourage. Don't forget to provide your email address. How are we going to send you the wonderful gift if you don't do that? But then you also have the opportunity to to connect with Bob directly. And I appreciate that you offer that to our audience, Bob. Glad to do that. I'm glad Uh, to help people. Wonderful. Well, with that, I hope you guys all have a rocking day. Make sure that you live your life and your business on level 11. I'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Look, every one of our episodes is boosted by a value-packed keyword called a catchword. Yeah. This allows our audiences to text to receive even more value from our guests. So take advantage of that great value. And if 
you share your expertise by guesting on podcasts or TV or speaking in front of live or digital audiences, then you're leaving anonymous fans behind. So go get a catchword at catchwords.com, K-E-T-C-H words.com and use podcast 20 as a promo code for 20% off your setup fee. Look, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the Rocket Fuel podcast so you never miss your jolt of Rocket Fuel. Until next time, adios.